How do you reach new users and new customers in an increasingly noisy ad-filled world? One way is to be on the device when they get it. That's proved impressively profitable in recent singular ROI indices. And now Imobi is launching its own service in the space, Imobi Telco. Here to chat about it is Imobi CEO Abhai Singhal. Welcome. Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing better now that I'm talking with you because we usually have fun. Um, hope all is well. What is Imobi Telco? Imobi Telco is a fantastic new initiative by us. Uh, you know, you, you know a bit about Imobi history for the last 14 years. Uh, you know, we've always had this love and passion for doing things on mobile and mobile devices uh, for a long period of time. And Imobi Telco just pushes the agenda uh, a little bit further on it. Uh, you know, our core thesis is that um, as users, the phone that you're using um, can be so much more better. Uh, the mm -hmm. real state on the phone can be so much more better. And you don't necessarily need to go within the apps or the super apps alone to get the experience that one is looking for. So, um, so we've been working with various different telco partners and OEMs across the world to redefine how user experience on the phone may look like, how they can access the content, how they can access the news and the sports and the influencer content and the commerce. Um, and, and hopefully in the process, generate the media assets for those telcos that they can effectively monetize. Um, right. As you and I have seen in the world, telcos have always had this ambition to create large media business, but they've found it incredibly hard to create yes. them. So there is there is definitely a business side to this whole proposition, but it is a very expensive B2B2C vision where we want to directly talk to the consumers via the telcos and the OEMs using the infrastructure that they have already created so far. So let's say I get a phone and your solution is on there. What's that feel like? What's that look like from unboxing to using it day to day? Oh, interesting. So let's let me let me take you through multiple different propositions. Uh, the first and the foremost propositions that we've done is what we call as glance. Glance is taking over the lock screen of your device and converting the lock screen into the biggest live platform in the world where live content is getting broadcast, live TV, live shows, live commerce, live entertainment, live interviews. Imagine your and my conversation, John, is also getting live broadcasted on the lock screen of the right audience. So that's one, that's one experience that we've created. The other experience that we've created is uh, within the device. So your home screen, uh, how can the folders on the home screen look like, which enrich the experience of uh, shopping for the consumers? How can your minus one and plus two screens look like, which deliver a composite experience to a user where they can um, play live games or they can engage in live shopping or just plain simple live weather and live news that they can be getting. So our, our aim here is to be able to take different surfaces that exist on the device and convert those surfaces into meaningful real state 
that can talk to consumers in a way it needs to be talked to. Today, those real estates are used for static content. Today, mm -hmm. your lock screen is used for display of notification, maybe the clock, maybe something else. Your home screen is nothing but just collection of all the icons. Yes. Um, and it's just a storage. And, and, and that feels so yesterday to us as we look at it. Uh, you know, for, 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 for the users of today, we can totally reimagine how those surfaces can look like, uh, which are extremely futuristic in nature. Super interesting. Now, you're not just starting this from scratch. Uh, you have existing customers, correct? Oh, yes. We're, we've been at it uh, for a while. In fact, what we are announcing with Inmobi Telco is, is, is very recently where we're working with large telecom carriers. But with Glance, we've been doing that for uh, almost three years now out of Asia, where we work with Samsung and, and, and Xiaomi and many other partners uh, to, to, to deliver this enriched lock screen experience uh, in, the, in the Asian market. So talk about the target audience, uh, obviously for whoever gets a phone in their hand, uh, you know, I'm assuming you'll adapt the experience It'll be personalized through some sort of onboarding to what they're interested in, what's local, that sort of thing. Um, talk about that a little bit. And also in terms of telcos, um, you talked about, Hey, they've always wanted to be more than dumb pipes and, and now there's no pipes. Of course, it's all over the air, but they want to be part of the transaction. Talk about who you're looking for customers there as well. So there are, there are over 800 telcos in the world. And each one, if you talk to today has an ambition of becoming a large media company. Um, they, they don't know how to do that. Uh, you know, th th there's one side of the telcos that is struggling to meet the need of new infrastructure, 5G adoption mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And then there is a part of telco that is saying that we need to own the value added services pipe more and more because this adds to the bottom line. So for mm -hmm. us, the target audience here is literally every telecom carrier uh, mm -hmm. in the world that has user base and that has invested billions and billions and billions of dollars in the infrastructure to create that business. Um, and, you know, we, we understand different markets. We've done work with, uh, uh, you know, various different telcos, Dish here, uh, TrackPhone, uh, Etisalat. I mean, there are a bunch of these different customers that, uh, that, that we are working on and hopefully in the future. So that's, that's I think, the, um, uh, the, 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 the aim here is mm -hmm. to how do you give uh, what we call as the service in a box to the carriers where they are being they are being literally leveraging the power of their infrastructure but the consumer experience is being shared and and, and cared by somebody else and mind mm -hmm. you one of the other big changes that is there i mean these these telecom carriers and handset manufacturers have been preloading the apps for a while like yes. that's been their that's been their business for all the time um or they've been running these white label services, integrated weather apps and news apps into the stuff. We're actually not talking about that. We're talking about a real hardcore branded experience to the consumer where the brand stands for a certain value. Mm -hmm. So that when the telcos mm -hmm. are actually delivering this, uh, this service to their consumer, they can feel proud that this service is actually going to stand for what that brand stands for. And that's what we're bringing to the table. So we don't want to be hidden downloads in the background. We don't want to be uh, uh, a preloaded white labeled app 
that gets initiated uh, you know, in, in some composite experience. We want to actually be front and center in taking the experience over in a manner where it makes, uh, where it adds value to the consumer. Well, is that almost a, um, a, a telco specific version of Android? Is it that deep or is it more surface level? It is at a surface level uh, at the moment. Uh, although the integrations go um, deep with Android mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and different stock versions of Android as they uh, as they come along, uh, there is uh, th there's an opportunity there to go even further deeper uh, mm. out there because as you'll remember, I think we, we we're not the first company that ever launched the lock screen. Uh, no. it, it was happening all the time. But you, you, the biggest difference that you'll find is we're not an app. You can't download us from the app store. We're not taking over any of the uh, you know uh, services within the Android uh, as a user. We're actually going stock into the device itself right at the time where it is getting built in the factory, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and that's where we are integrated into the into the stock capabilities of the device. So to a user, the experience does not look like the one that has been slapped on, uh, yes. you know, over the top. It, it's a, it's one of the most beautiful experiences. And maybe I can share with you uh, and, and, and with the users, some of the experiences that are out there that will be just mind blowing to see how they look like. Let's talk about this in terms of the whole of Imobi and what you're doing and how this fits into this new reality of consolidation and first party data that we've been in the content fortress era. The last time we chatted, IDFA was really just in the early stages of going away. iOS 14.5 hadn't launched yet, but we knew it was coming soon. Now it's come and we see so much consolidation in the industry. We see uh, gaming companies buying gaming companies, buying uh, measurement companies. Uh, we see all kinds of different kinds of consolidation. How does this fit in and how does this launch make Imobi better adapted to this to this new reality look content uh, sorry the data and the uh, you know data rights and data usage has always been a interesting area of innovation across the yeah. world i mean last time when we were talking about the idfa related change we were all extremely nervous about what's going to happen in the ecosystem and i was talking to a couple of people just earlier this week like how did this happen it came and it went away and the world is still the same nothing it's, it seems like nothing changed in the world uh, over a year although a lot has changed underneath but i think the industry has become much better uh, than what it was with all of these changes so our perspective is that with uh, with bringing these direct to consumer experiences with bringing these um, integrated composite advertising platforms that Inmobi is very well known for, we are hopeful of being able to stitch the user journey and in, in an end-to-end -end manner in, in an extremely privacy compliant way. Because for us, you know, we are we are an enterprise first organization. As, as you'll see, John, there's a big difference between the companies that have bought the other apps and then mm -hmm. they are trying to create that strategy. But for us, our strategy has always been enterprise first. We're, mm -hmm. we're definitely working with our telco partners, our handset manufacturer partners, and making them better in terms of their consumer experiences. So any story where in Mobi uh, data and identity and content comes together, 
that include our enterprise partners front and center into that uh, into that strategy so mm-hmm. I, i i don't have anything specific to share at this point in time other than to say that it is it is a very very interesting space and my view is that a lot more is going to change in that over the next 2 to 3 years than what we have seen in the last 1 1 1 to 2 years Well, it is interesting. And I mean, we've seen with the IDFA that yes, the world does go on, right? <laughs> Marketers still market, apps are still there. We did see a shift in spending to Android as people thought, hey, you know what, it's more measurable. And then we saw others say, hey, uh, there's a sale on installs and new users on iOS. I'm spending there. And so they're back and forth and there's new ways of measurement. So it all kind of does work out. It is interesting to see how you're going to develop as you go forward because uh we've seen the history of onboard apps on PC and you've basically answered that already you're not you're not pasting a few apps <laughs> you know you're not pasting a few icons on the screen you're not dumping a, a folder on the screen and hoping somebody opens that and maybe they never do you're creating an entire experience it'd be interesting to see how that develops will that develop into a carrier specific version of android or will that stay as sort of a skin look i i i don't know i can't, i can't predict that uh you know how the uh telcos and the android are going to play in this ecosystem uh, mm-hmm. because it's a very mm-hmm. it's a very integrated and a symbiotic relationship on how it evolves yeah. um, what 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 i am aware of uh, at the moment is that uh, companies like google and facebook have shown an immense amount of flexibility over the last few years to sort of take on the new frontiers of growth especially in the developing markets in fact android's entire premise of growth was where they allowed various different enterprises to take what was the stock version of android yes. and fork it and go on at that point in time so I, i there is a there's a world view in which i can actually imagine what we're saying to be true um, but then in which way it is going to manifest and in which way these services are going to surface sort of remains to be seen so uh, yeah. uh it it'll, it'll be very interesting to see nonetheless if it if it evolves in that direction um excellent because you know experiences are critical to both android and the telcos 100% okay fun topic big news today we're recording this on friday september 10th and the epic apple judgment just came down and epic basically won didn't get everything it wanted and uh tim sweeney's not super happy about everything but basically the judge said apple has to open up its payments ecosystem your take isn't it an epic judgment really as you said <laughs> it's like a, uh no it's a it's a fantastic story i mean i know that we talked about it last time when we talked i mean i i love i i think the app store has been the biggest wonder in in the in the 21st century in the last 20 years i mean the way the value that app stores have created the the value that users have generated has been nothing short of miracle uh in mm-hmm. the last in the, in the last in the last 10 15 years but to say that that only one company can have a complete control on the entire infrastructure is 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 too much control in my point of view so mm-hmm. i'm i'm glad i mean we we saw the judgment that came out in korea the other day where korean government has made it actually 
you know, has passed a law, which is going to actually become a law in, in, in a week or two when it gets, when the ink comes on the paper. Although Apple has retorted back to that saying that they're not going to still allow Epic in the app store, despite of what the law is. So, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's one of those things which I think is truly, truly good for the ecosystem, truly good for the industry, truly good for the innovation um, of, of, of new platforms. Uh, how Apple takes it and responds back to it uh, uh, remains to be seen uh, because this, this probably you know, puts that, uh, what do you say, this makes the door open just a little mm -hmm. bit uh, you know, for the future. And as we've known how it happens, you know, all all it needs is for door to a little bit open, then things can things can open for a while. So it'll be interesting to see how Apple responds to this judgment. It'll be very interesting. I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear. Uh, we've seen it, uh, as you said, in Korea. We've seen it in Japan. We're seeing it in India. We're seeing it in the EU. Apple is going to have to open up the payments uh, processing in in-app for in-app purchases on iOS. It's just going to have to happen. It'll be interesting to see how that moves forward because we might see a class of apps where their Apple payments and maybe the maybe the commission is 20% or 15% or or something like that. And then there's some apps that don't use that. And Apple may decide to have like a preferred app section or something like that that use its technology and all that other stuff. One thing I think that you would say probably a couple decades ago, maybe three decades ago, when we were all on desktops, didn't have mobile, didn't have the app store, and we could get our software wherever we wanted, from whoever we wanted, whatever price we were able to get it at. If we saw a future in which one company controlled all the payments and software distribution on a platform, we'd probably create Apple's 1984 commercial ourselves, wouldn't we? <laughs> and throw the sledgehammer at it. <laughs> and look at it, imagine this world, like, okay. Can you imagine that today you are in a um, in a Chrome browser or a Safari browser, and you are buying goods from Amazon and you are buying goods from uh, Macy's and Nordstrom, and you are only allowed to use the payment services that are offered by Google? Like how <laughs> awkward it sounds, and you know that Google at that point in time is also going to charge thirty percent. Like it just it just looks so awkward. Yes. Then why it is not the case, why it is not the same for the app store. I understand that it's your ecosystem, it's your world, but browser is not different than app store in that way. So, no. uh, and if we can't take it in one platform, then why should we take that in the other platform as a consumer is, is, is a question that I'm sure judge would have pondered before passing this judgment. Otherwise, I mean, yeah. it was a pretty favorable judgment to Apple. I mean, they, they won on nine out of 10, yes. uh, but only one. So I, I think it's a very, very thoughtful judgment uh, as far as I, 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 see the, I see the judgment. I have been reading through the entire judgment, which is hundreds of pages in PDF. I'm on page 85 of 185, actually, because I'm abstracting the best bits for a Forbes column right now. And that judge is a superhero. She went in detail and looked at the arguments for and against various. It's amazing. It's incredible. Anyways, very intelligent commentary. Thank you so much for your time. Very cool new product you're releasing and uh, looking forward to checking it out. Thank you very much, John. Thank you for your time. And uh, look, it's an interesting industry that we are part of. So um, I won't, I won't, you know, replace it with any other thing. There's always an interesting <laughs> stuff and there's always an interesting stuff to do. So thank you very much for your time. And